What do you want your wardrobe to say about you? We're digging into all things fashion and style today. Stay right there. Welcome to the Black Girl Bravado Podcast, your weekly fix for all things mental health and wellness. I'm Brittany, the joke-cracking, detail-oriented friend who is always down the road when you need her. For the legal stuff, though, not the illegal stuff. And I'm Germany, the loyal friend who keeps you laughing. I'm a ray of sunshine, and you can always find me on the dance floor. And not only are we besties, but we're your besties. You heard me right. It's homegirl vibes here. Get ready for the girls to dish the real, the raw, and the fucking funny. And listen, we may drag you, but it's always in love. Let's start the show, cuties. Hey y'all, welcome back. Welcome back, my queens. Oh, yes. <laughs> mi, re, mi, mi reina. Mi reina. Queen is reina? Yeah, or uh, reinita, like a little queen. And king is re. I cannot roll my tongue. I think you can. <laughs> Go like, do like that. No, you're not it a gives sex a stiff, kitten. It gives a stiff tongue. Yeah, yeah, come on, roll it out, roll it I out. I cannot. <laughs> Dead. Like, um, what's her name? Eartha Kid. Eartha Kid had that, you know? Okay. okay, no, you don't. But other than that, how's your week been? How are you feeling? Uh, I think we need to do an episode on balancing entrepreneurship and still working a corporate job. We really do. We really do. Because those are real feelings. And I know that people might have this perception that you guys are exclusive to Spotify and like just things have changed overnight. But y'all, we still go to work every damn day and still podcast full time. So just imagine the demand on um, needing to perform all the time. There's like no fucking days off. And I'm grateful, but saying I'm grateful doesn't negate that it's hard, hard work. So this week was challenging. But we made it. We made it. And um, we want to practice what we preach. So we've been talking about putting some like wellness days in place so that we can pour back into ourselves and perform at a high level Mm -hmm. because we recognize that we wear so many hats. But sometimes we got to take them motherfucking hats off and let the scalp breathe. Girl, exactly. We've been wearing a toupee. It's not even hat. It's giving nigga wig. I'm like, wait, hold on. I'm tired of acting like this is mine. You know, with the toupee that you deceive people with that one. But we're managing. So, yeah, anywho, we are here. We are still in our Curate Your Life series, getting our our toes all the way in there, our foot all the way in there. We kicked it off with the Curate Your Timeline, Mm -hmm. how to understand the power of social influence, which is a big, big motherfucking deal. So this week we are talking about how to curate our wardrobe, because if you've been listening for a while, you may have picked up on how figuring out what to wear in our personal style has been kind of a pain point for us. Yeah. We've been talking about getting our looks together for a long time, but way too long. (laughs) It's a constant, constant girl. What you wear? I don't know, girl. I'm stressed. I don't have shit. It's always that. It's that. And quite frankly, we're tired of it. We're tired of it. And we're really ready to make a change. And I think we've come to the point where we realize we have to be intentional more than we have been when it comes to our wardrobe. And that's what the Curate Your Life series is about. It's about intentionality in all things and not letting things get beyond you. Like y'all, we have control. We telling ourselves this, honestly, because it's been too many days, too many weeks, too many months, too many years of saying, I have nothing. I want to get myself together. Recently, I listened to the We Can Do Hard Things podcast Mm -hmm. by Glennon Doyle. And she had Tracy Ellis Ross on her show, which I mean, if you haven't listened to this podcast episode, this one specifically with Tracy Ellis Ross, please go and listen to it. It was a good listen. It was so fucking good. But Tracy Ellis Ross is that girl. She's a style mommy. Iconic. Iconic, honey. And she has such a really unique style. It's not like femme. It's not masculine. It's like just everything that she just loves, you know. And she has shared with Glennon that her style, the way she dresses is how she shows the world her insides on her outsides. And I thought that was so cute. And I'm thinking, what the fuck do my insides say? Right. What? Because it, I don't think it's giving what I think I feel. What do you think? You're, what do you think it says? 
I don't know. Because Tracy was saying what what Glennon and like her sisters were on the podcast were saying like she's so multifaceted and like she has all these layers and she's so dynamic. And Tracy's like, yeah, that's represented in my clothing because at one point I used clothing as defense, like as armor to protect myself. And now I'm just like loving it all, you know, like everything that makes me feel good. I'm doing it. And I thought that was so cute. What yeah. do you think your your insides are saying that, that they haven't said? <laughs> That's something that I want to think about when I'm shopping um, and like curating my personal style mm-hmm. because I don't know right now it probably says, okay, like, you know, she looks cute. Yeah. You know, she looks cute, but I don't think it really gives like, okay, she has a really unique personal style. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It gives, okay, like she got dressed. She not, can get dressed. Now she put that shit on. Difference. There's definitely a difference. It's not she put that shit on. And I've been thinking about ways to like express myself more creatively, mm-hmm. whether that's through my style or getting designs on my nails yeah. and trying different hairstyles, um, different like lipsticks and stuff, because I do want to express myself and I don't have to only express myself by being vulnerable, like on the mic or mm-hmm. writing in a journal. I can be vulnerable through my personal style. Yeah. So I like that. I like that. I'm like, I need to tap in because I feel like I'm leaving stones unturned. Yeah. A lot on the table. Exactly. I'm a, leaving lot a lot on the table in your life. And recently when I was cleaning out my closet, doing my like top of the year closet sweep, I was just going through the pieces and I'm like, no, no, no. So much I did not like and I hadn't even had it for a long time. Mm. And I'm like, what be my thought process when I'm shopping? And it'd be damn near a survival mode when you when you shopping. just like, okay, uh, truly, y'all, I can say that. And I'm not speaking for you, but we were like super deep into minimalism a few years back. What, how many years back was that? Like seven, honestly, seven, six like or seven 2017, years. I think. Yeah, like um, really deep into minimalism and we got rid of a bunch of shit and then adopted this mindset of like less is best, less is more, which it can be, but it gets hard to bounce back from that if you kind of transition and you're like, I do want my things and I do, I can't see myself using minimalism, the principles, but maybe I've grown past the concept of being a minimalist. Yeah. Um. And when you're trying to recover from that shit, you just literally be getting shit when you need it. Yeah. That's also how we shop. Like, oh, there's a function. What are you wearing? Oh, I got to go get something because we're not shopping throughout the year. Yeah. It's like something's coming up. So I need to find an outfit for sad event. And, and then, then we end up shopping for the day and only having what's available. Exactly. That also makes me feel like I should hold on something like, oh, I only wore it once or twice. Like, but girl, you ain't even gonna wear it again. Right. Get rid of it. Yeah. So really, I feel like our problem is not that we need to shop more is that we need to shop better, mm. which is why I'm so happy that we had this conversation today with our guest. Because they dropped some gems about how to shop better. Yeah. So we're going to get into that conversation right after this. Y'all should know by now that we love progression over here. Let's chat about what everyday progress truly means to us. Whether it's hitting those small milestones or treating ourselves to a little something something after a month of disciplined budgeting, progress is all about balance and staying motivated. And speaking of budgeting and reaching financial goals while still enjoying life's little pleasures, have you heard about Chime? Chime's checking account offers some amazing features that can help you along your financial journey. Let me tell you about one feature that really stands out to me. Chime's Spot Me. We've all been there, right? Dealing with overdraft fees can really throw a wrench in your financial plans. But with Chime, you can overdraft up to $200 with no fees. You heard me right, no fees. It's like having a safety net for those unexpected moments. Y'all, I had a friend who was always getting hit with hefty overdraft fees. It was a mess trying to sort it out. How do you really get ahead with that? But with Chime, you can avoid those headaches and get back on track with ease. Plus, Chime isn't just a bank. It's a community. With Boost, you can increase your spot me limit by receiving boosts from your friends. It's like having your financial back covered by your squad. So, if you're ready to take control of your finances and wave goodbye to those pesky monthly fees, open your Chime account today. Just head over to Chime.com bravado. That's chime.com slash bravado. Chime feels like progress. 
Banking services and debit card provided by the Bank Court Bank, N.A., or Stride Bank, N.A., members FDIC. Spot me, eligibility requirements, and overdraft limits apply. Boosts are available to eligible Chime members enrolled in Spot Me and are subject to monthly limits. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com disclosures for details. Ladies, let's talk real talk here. You probably have days when the PMS has you feeling like you could eat anything in sight. My goodness, the cravings and the general discomfort. Well, say goodbye to those days with Hormone Harmony from Happy Mammoth. Let's dive into why Hormone Harmony is not just another supplement, but a true game changer. First off, it's not just a trend. It's a phenomenon. Social media is buzzing with women singing praises about Hormone Harmony. In fact, a bottle flies off the shelves every 24 seconds. Can y'all believe that? Now let's talk about Happy Mammoth the brilliant minds behind this wonderful product. They're all about making your life easier and that means no compromises on quality. They've meticulously crafted Hormone Harmony using only science-backed ingredients proven to work wonders for women like us. But here's my favorite part. Hormone Harmony contains adaptogens, nature's little miracle workers. These herbal extracts help your body adapt to life stressors, especially those pesky hormonal changes that can throw us off balance. And here's the kicker. Hormone Harmony isn't just for menopause. It's your secret weapon against those hormonal imbalances that can wreak havoc on your life. From hot flashes and night sweats to racing thoughts and low moods, Hormone Harmony has got your back. And yes, it even tackles the occasional bloat and that not tonight boo feeling. (laughs) The real benefit here, the real win, feeling like yourself again. That's why countless women are raving about it in over 17,000 glowing reviews. We love a verified product, honey. Now here's your chance to experience the magic firsthand. For a limited time, you can get a fabulous 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code BRAVADO at checkout. So what are you waiting for, homegirl? Say hello to balanced hormones and goodbye to those days of feeling like a roller coaster. Your journey to hormone harmony starts now. Okay, y'all. So with us today, we have two amazing, phenomenal, very stylish girls. We have Kia Marie. She is a kickfluencer, entrepreneur, and style maven who empowers you to get more creative with your style. We also have Vic Style. She's a digital creator, founder, and former stylist who loves all things sustainable fashion, wellness, and cannabis. Together, they make up the Content Queens. Now, Content Queens is a weekly podcast where Kia and Vic discuss the nuances of the creator-driven social media economy. We are about to get our closets together with these two amazing guests. I'm so happy that we have both of you here. You both have impeccable style. I love it. And the other day, Germany and I were shopping because we had a photo shoot this past weekend. And we went to two malls. The first mall we went to, we found absolutely nothing. Zara had that sale going on. The store was a mess and we just couldn't find anything. And so we found ourselves being extremely frustrated about that whole process. And I would ask you, Vic, as a former stylist, how do you carve out your style when you're in the mall and you're shopping? (laughs) It's the mall, the mall. (laughs) Because it's full of trends, you know? First of all, I hate the mall. I have not bought anything from the mall in a very long time. Um, But, okay, so as a stylist, the way that I would go into the mall would be a completely different way than anyone else would go into the mall. I could go into a store and spend five minutes in there and know if they have exactly what I need or what I don't need. Um, So I go with a game plan. I go with a look in mind or a couple looks in mind that I want to create. And then I just instantly skim the store. And if there is nothing in there that catches my eye within the first five or ten minutes, I'm out because I don't want to waste time. I also think it's very helpful to know what stores you typically like to shop at. So like, if you know that the look you're going for is like a going out look, I would obviously go to somewhere like Zara or H&M and stay away from an Old Navy or a Gap. If you're going for a more relaxed look, then obviously you're going to go to stores like that. Also, like, don't be afraid to go to stores that you wouldn't ordinarily go to. Like the lingerie stores, we have in cute little dresses that you can put underneath a motorcycle jacket. 
So like think outside the box also. That's a beautiful tip. I definitely go to the same stores and don't think to go outside of the box. I'm like, let me go in Zara and see what they have. How about you, Kia? My God, how I, do you y'all trying to come at malls. I love malls. Malls is how I grew up. Like they raised me practically every weekend as a teenager. I was at the mall all day long. Sometimes I just get in my car and drive like to Long Island and just go to the mall. I just love a central location where it's just fashion is there and I can have access to so many different stores. You mentioned like things being trendy, but I've never really, I feel like this fashion in general is super, super trendy. Um, if I'm in the mall, I'm definitely going to Urban. I'm going to go to Hot Topic. I'm going to go to, if they have like a Nordstrom, I'm going to go to Nordstrom, like a Saks and stuff. But if I'm like picking out a look, like Vic said, like you, you have a look in mind, so you kind of know what stores are going to, like have those things like urban is definitely a spot that you'll get a bunch of different things um that i think you check off like mostly different boxes because i was in urban outfitters the girl for the longest and i used to always go in there to get inspiration and then i would go to the thrift store and buy things that reminded me of what i can get in urban free some malls have like free people like depending on the mall like it might be a little bit more higher and they have a mix of high and low i think you have the ability to really play around with different things like that. I love to window shop. I love to just see what's new. Talk to like sales associates. Like when you go to like Macy's and those like department stores, like ladies have been working there forever. And especially if you're really into like luxury pieces or designer pieces and you want to know when things first drop, like getting good with the the sales associates in these places because they'll send you pictures every time things drop. Like, Oh, when the Bottega boots was a thing, when the Prada boots was a thing, like my sales associate in Nordstrom would send me like links, like not even links, just saying this just came in, this came in, this came in. They'll hold your size. They can either ship it to you. So it's good to just kind of like network with people in the mall. Like, and that's also a perk if you work in the mall. It's like we used to exchange discounts. Like, oh, I'm at the Gap. So anytime you come to the Gap, you can get 20% off. Oh, you at this, 20% off. Like, I don't want mall culture to die like ever. I feel like we all share that same sentiment, like growing up and going to the mall, being in the mall. But the malls don't be mall in the way they once mauled. I think that's the issue. And you are a very stylish person. And there's a difference between like the fashions and the style. Yeah. You can go in there and see so many things and like really figure it out. But girl, when we be up in there, I be shaking. I'm like, <laughs> where the fuck is the fashions? Where where the fuck is the things? But it's because my style, I'm lacking the style. The, the, I don't even it's know. The direction. It's the direction. You have to go in with the direction. Even when you're it's just like you can't go in there and just like raw dog it. You gotta yeah. come like with a plan because you get super overwhelmed. Girl, that's the piece. You gotta go in there with a the mindset of like, okay, I'm about to pull, get in my bag. I'm about to put that shit on. That's the problem. That's- but we we vaguely mentioned being put in a box, and I think that when we are trying to define our style, we look for inspiration. Like, okay, I feel like I'm tomboy chic. I feel like I'm girly girl, and we end up only shopping in that way. How do you guys? keep your style like fresh and not put yourself in a box? I think it just boils down to just knowing your personal style. Like personal style is things that are personal to you, using your inspirations, your values, your ideals, your lifestyle to come up with what that looks like physically in style form. So I feel like as long as you stay true to those things, style is eternal. You'll never get bored. You'll never feel like you're in a box. You'll never feel like you're trendy or following trends. It might just be a trend that you still happen to like, but it fits within your personal style. For me, I was an athlete, so of course, sneakers, athleisure. That's the thing. I'm from New York. Sneakers again, but then also that more rugged kind of feel. I spent time as a kid living in California. So then I also have like that carefree, free-flowing kind of hippie kind of vibe too. And so those are just a few of the inspirations or influences, I should say, that have contributed to my personal style. I think for me, I agree. I think the environment plays a a key role in it. I move around a lot. I travel a lot. What I wear in LA is not conducive to the environment in New York. I'm talking weather. I'm talking about atmosphere. Like you can't wear heels like that in New York because you're taking the train. You walk in blocks and blocks and blocks. I'm now in Florida. It's 90 degrees out here. So what I was wearing in New York three weeks ago, I'm obviously not wearing down here. Also take into account my body. Right. Depending on the time of the month, depending on if I've gained weight, if I've lost weight, like that really does affect what I'm wearing and how I'm wearing certain things also. Um, And then as I age, I think that certain things 
I just have aged out of certain things. Like I'm probably not really gonna shop at Forever 21 anymore. That's no shade to Forever 21. I just I don't even like the way the material feels on my skin anymore. And you know, just how I'm trying to present myself, a lot of the ways that the things are cut, they just don't really align with who I am at this point in my life. And so I think, like Kia said, just flowing with who you are and allowing your style to evolve as you evolve. Yeah, that's that's true, T. The the atmosphere definitely matters because we went to New York this past summer and when we went down that subway station, I said, How do the girls stay cute? I'm yeah. sweating bullets. Like what the hell? Nigga, it was so hot. I'm like First of all, you need a fan. You need to carry around a little purse fan with you. You definitely do. You need a whole little bag of things. I'm like, I don't know how the girls are maintaining the looks because they serve the looks, but how are they being maintained? That subway took me the fuck out. But y'all are doing it well. So as the girls who are into fashion and who shop, how do you know when to get rid of things or part with a piece of your clothing? I just did a closet sweep and I got rid of so many things that I now have nothing. And when I was getting dressed, I was thinking... Did I do too much? Like, <laughs> I, I need more things. So how do you decide, Kia, if it's time to part with the piece, if you're keeping it? What's your thought process behind that? Ooh, someone that receives has an influx of clothes. Like, I have a whole room dedicated to clothes. Um, it's imperative that I clean it out at least once a season. And so the key for me is definitely starting with things that I haven't worn in a year. So if I didn't wear this last season, then it has to go. Just, you know, like uh, if your style evolves, like Vic said, like allowing yourself, like I love, there are certain things that like I want to hold on to just because like I can't see myself getting rid of it. But then it's like, does this season align with like my personal style where I'm at right now? Like you have to let go of things, you know, in order to receive new blessings and new things that are going to spark joy in the Marie Kondo way. If things still have tags on them, like that's a little, uh, I try to wear clothes as soon as I get them. What else? Things that are like super trendy. I'm trying to like really transition my work, uh, my clothing away from fast fashion. Um, so things like that, even if the item is, there, like, there are a few like core key pieces that I have that are like from Zara, I've had them for years. Like those are cool. But like, I think I'm at the point now where none of my clothes other than those few key pieces from years ago, are from fast fashion. So that was definitely a goal for me because fast fashion just does not align with my personal goals and ideals. And then even like designer stuff, like we all get caught up in like the hype luxury sometimes when we make those impulsive purchases. And so that's when I use things like the real world and they'll come and I'll consign with them. And it's just like, hey, I feel so much lighter when I get rid of stuff. And so I'm like, I can't wait. Vic came to my house the other day and I was just like, here, hand in her pair of sneakers. Like, that makes me so happy. That that feels so good to give things away. Like, take this burden <laughs> off my hair. Yeah. yeah. Especially when sustainability is a value of both of yours. Yeah. It's like, okay, I don't want all the things just to have all the things. So I definitely wish I was in your city because the sneakers issue has been another core problem of mine. I'm talking to Germany about it all the time because we're on the sneakers app trying to battle against the bots mm -hmm. to get these shoes. The ghetto. And I know yeah. you all might have an upper advantage mm -mm. <laughs> with this, mm -mm. but what would be your recommendation? <laughs> advice? Please tell me. I catch the same amount of L's as everybody else. That's why I'm like, okay. no, I don't need... Like, where I'm at now, I have over... I have about 150 pairs of sneakers. And so right now, it's just like, I don't need any more sneakers. I'm very intentional with the sneakers that I buy. Right now, I'm really focused on those grails, those ones I wanted as a kid, those ones I wanted when I was broke, like those things and like that hunt, not just buying it because I have the money to do so. So a lot of the times you do get caught up in the hype, but you can, there's no possible way that you can wear all these sneakers and they all have an expiration date. So be very intentional with the sneakers that you do buy. I love the intentionality there. Yeah, because those heels on them shoes, they don't last forever. That glue, if you wear it, if you had them shoes stored away for five years, you pull them out and they're going to be talking. <laughs> they literally will be flapping. I've seen pairs, people pull them out and then they just going crazy. Yes, wear your sneakers. Yeah. So you both have very unique style. And Vic, you mentioned that style is unique to the environment and your demographic where you're located. Have you ever felt embarrassed or intimidated, like putting your shit on and you in a whole nother area like, OK, they, I'm probably doing too much here because when we go to the East Coast, I feel hella underdressed, understyled, if that's a thing. 
I see people getting their shit off and I'm up here looking all basic and I'm like, this shit go in California though. You know, <laughs> it's giving like, I'm going crazy in yeah. LA, but out here, my shit ain't even, ain't, it's not loud. It's pieces, real quiet. Like, we all feel that way. Yeah. For the most part, I grew up in DC. For sure, I went to high school in DC. And if y'all know anything about DC girls, like we wear heels all day, every day, loud colors, like it's a whole fashion show everywhere you go. And when I was 19, my parents moved to Birmingham, Alabama. So I'm showing up on campus with heels on, hair done. I'm literally wearing tutus to class and everybody else is in class with Uggs and pajamas on. Like, bitch, where are you going? And at the end of the day, I had to get over it. I had to get over the looks. I had to get over the stairs because I wasn't doing it for attention. I was doing it because this is what makes me feel good. This is an integral part of who I am. This is how I express my creativity, my personality. If you're going to look, then fine, you're going to look. But whether I'm going to class in Alabama or to fashion week, I'm just going to do this because this is just what I do. And so I think that once you get that confidence to just fully own who and how you are, it doesn't matter how underdressed or overdressed you are, you're just comfortable enough to be yourself. That's what style is. It's confidence. It's saying that this is how I choose to express my creativity or my personality today. And I don't give a damn. Like if you wanted to wear pajamas, that's on you. But today I want to step. Yep. So you be over there in your pajamas and I'm in my stilettos. Okay. <laughs> that's what we're doing. Okay. So we all have that one go-to piece that we just keep going to. I, For me, it's a little dad hat. I've worn the hat so much. And you know, black people be like, that's your favorite yes. hat. You wear something. Yo, I fine. just told Vic that today before we got on the clock. Yo, that's your favorite hat. Girl, or we be like, they in that Gucci belt again. Yeah. We love to call it out. Like, okay, bitch, I am in my fucking right. belt I'm again. In my, I'm in my pieces. Yes, this is my hat. But, Kia, what is one of your go-to favorite items? And what do you think it says about your personal style? If I had to pick, like, it's like, I got five minutes to get dressed and I got to go somewhere looking like halfway decent. Definitely throwing on a blazer for sure. Mm. Mm. Love a blazer. Go-to item. It really polishes a look. Mm -hmm. It brings it together. Listen to it, man. <laughs> what about you, Well, Kia stole my answer because I'm also always in an oversized blazer. Um, but I would say my mom's cartouche. I'm not wearing it today, but I wear that thing all day, every day. I don't feel whole without wearing some sort of gold jewelry. And that's just one piece that I wear almost every day for the past 10 years. It's so interesting to hear that y'all are like dressed down for the most part. Like, I'm, I'm like, these girls probably putting their shit on just off GP, just getting dressed every day. So that's very interesting to learn that that's not the case. I mean, we in, that's in the house. But it's like, and then back to just style being that confidence. Like, I guess I could be dressed down, but it's, it's still going to be the same wow factor. It's still going to give the same energy because that confidence is behind it. Yeah, see, it's your dress down probably dressed up. <laughs> like, you know how you see people, they be like, I'm looking crazy, I'm looking wild today, and they be um, put together. That's like, why I think it's good to have that one piece because mm -hmm. even if you're dressed down, you have that one piece that you put on and it flips the outfit, you know? Right, then you're looking together. Yeah, it's like, mm -hmm. I was dressed down until I put my bamboos on and now she's that girl. <laughs> right, right. So Tracy Ellis Ross, who is probably every one of, she is a style icon. I'm sure everybody feels the same. She's a style maven, a mm -hmm. fashion maven. She was doing an interview and uh, talking about her personal style and was Basically saying that she speaks the language of style, the way dancers dance and she looks and is like, oh, my God, their body. How do they speak that language? She speaks this style language. And she said that her style is like how she wears her insides on the outside. Right. She has all these various different like parts of her personality. Sometimes she's super sexy. Sometimes she's kind of dressed down and tomboy, but she uses her style to show people what she looks like on the inside. What do you feel like or how do you hope the world sees you through your style? That is deep. I, that's a good one, though. But I've never, for me, I wasn't always comfortable in my body. So clothes is what gave me confidence. And so mm. is it I want to be seen? Like, is it that? I don't know. For me, now you got to go journal. Right, about it. <laughs> I got to go unpack it's that. It's a prompt. Definitely have to go unpack that. Um, I wanted to showcase that I'm confident. I'm unapologetic. What do you think? Vic? Right. What do you hope your, your, your personal style says to the world? That I'm conscious, that I'm intentional about the things that I wear. Like I really do 
like statement things. I like little quirky things that like nobody else has, which is why I like thrifting so much. I don't ever want to walk in a room and somebody be like, ooh, girl, I got that dress too. I want people to be like, damn, where the fuck did you find that? I've never seen no shit like that before because I feel like inside I'm such a unique person. So I want that to show on the outside. And then I say conscious because most of the things that I have, 95% of my wardrobe is sustainable. Um, it's thrifted, it's secondhand, or it's made from some sort of recycled material. So whenever somebody asks me about a thing, I want to be able to say, oh, this is actually made from recycled plastic bottles. And then it sparks a conversation. Or I want to be able to say, you know, actually, I've had this thing for 10 years because I didn't buy anything last year or for the past two years. And so I really want what I'm wearing to spark conversation so that you can get to know me a little bit deeper. Speaking of thrifting, Kia, as an avid thrifter, do you approach your thrift store trips the same way that you approach them all with like a look in mind? Or Mm -hmm. do you go into those thrift stores a different way because they can be a little intimidating mm. i love them but it's hard to find a good one you have you have to go into it with like an open mind like not necessarily looking for something but like just that open mind like asking god the universe to just guide you like it's such a it's such a source of inspiration for me like no matter how much money i make like i'm always going to thrift because it is a creative outlet i love just it's a different experience a different just vibe but if you're new to thrifting i definitely recommend going into it with a look in mind or a list and we all create pinterest boards go in there with like a look that you want to recreate you can just start getting those creative juices flowing when i lived in the bay i feel like the thrift stores were better than here in LA. So I used to go thrifting all the time. And I still have, and this was over 13 years ago, I still have like cardigans or like camo jackets that I got from thrifting. And you buy something off the internet. And after two wears, it's done. So I love that about thrifting, how the pieces are quality. And it just brings you back to a place when you're like, oh, I remember when I was going through those racks and I found this little gym. I thought you were going to bring up the little shorts that you still have. (laughs) Well, I've been telling her to get rid. Those ones are on their last leg. They are on the last lap. Okay. You know the ones I'm talking <laughs> the about. The Levi shorts. Yes. They're done for. It's time yes. to let them go. Put them yes. to rest. Yes. Those are my faves. So I started to go through this. I get it, it. You could call it a weight gain child. My metabolism started to do something else that it had never did. And I started to notice a little more weight here, a little bit more weight there. And my body started to change. And I started to feel, I don't know if it was self-conscious, but um, no, I'm going to say self-conscious about changing, like my, going up in size. I was like, oh, she's not as small no more. What is that? And I, it started to make me feel some things when I was shopping. You know, once the body con is not body con, it's a con artist. Then you start to be like, no, no, body con is not what it once was. How do you have any advice, Vic, for how to like navigate our style as our bodies change? So I've definitely gone through several body changes like always grew up very slim um and then when i moved to new york it was pizza and chinese food every day all day honey and a nigga gained 30 pounds and nothing fit nothing fit not even my underwear fit so i I had to do a whole like revamp of like what I was wearing, but it literally had to start with accepting the fact that, listen, you are no longer a size two. So stop trying to wear the shit that fit the size to you. And like now start wearing shit that fits size eight you because that is the size that you are. So I think that was like the biggest mental hurdle to get over was like, you need to accept your body as is and then make adjustments to your style. But that's the hardest part, right? Because when you're so used to being one way and dressing one way, yo, it's hard to make that shift. And then I would be mortified, child. None of my, if I woke up with none of my clothes fit, I feel like that would be an identity crisis. And that's like a welcome change sometimes. Like there's always like a silver lining to certain things. Like God puts you in certain places because he needs you to get rid of certain things. But, oh, no. <laughs> I'm in the gym. So you got to see a little, I'm in the gym. It was hard, but then I lost the weight. And so then I had to readjust how I dressed again because I had gotten used to dressing for a size eight and then I went back to a size two and I'm like, oh shit, wait, now all this shit that I bought at a size eight no longer fits. What am I going to do? But it starts with acceptance. It does. Um, Also, I tend to wear things pretty oversized. 
And I think that when you wear things oversized, no matter when your weight fluctuates, you can get away with things like biker shorts, oversized tees, oversized sweatshirts, like Mm -hmm. those things, no matter what size you are, as long as you're not going up 20 sizes, they will still continue to fit you. And then it's also an opportunity to introduce a brand new style. Like if if I gained 10 pounds and it's just like, oh yeah, we're going to give body, yada, yada. Now it's going to give sex. Now it's going to give this. Like it's going to, like it's an opportunity to just to reinvent yourself and reinvent yourself. So don't look at it like it's a negative. Look at it as a chance to grow and expand in your new version of yourself. Um, But obviously keep it healthy and, you know. I like the style reinvention concept because sometimes we do box our style in. Do you have a way that you would classify your style, Kia? I would say streetwear first and foremost, um, because I do wear a lot of the key elements to streetwear. So that would probably be the overarching umbrella. But like my biggest thing is like having like that signature, like what is that signature formula that's always you? And I always create juxtaposition and contrast in my outfit. So I'll never have an outfit unless I'm going to something super, super formal. That's going to be all feminine. It's always going to be a masculine or a sporty element to my fit to keep that balance. That's just how I like to do it. So I always encourage other people to really find that formula that works for them or that signature. How about you, Vic? You know, I don't know anymore. <laughs> I'm t- I'm at a whole transition right now, so I don't know anymore what my style is. It's it's changing. Doesn't matter as long as you're stylish. That's what you have going for you. You are stylish. Yes. This has been really cute, girlies. Do y'all want to let our girls know where they can find you and what you have going on? Because Kia, I know you have something really amazing going on. So tell everybody. Okay. First, you can find me at the Notorious K I A on Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok. Um, but I do have an Amazon the Drop collection dropping February twentieth. I'm so excited, and it, I feel like it really incorporates my style in a collection like it's just it's iconic how about you Vic? you have big things going on too. so yeah so um you can find us at the content queens everywhere tiktok instagram twitter youtube and then me personally um the Vic styles on all platforms also i have a few companies i have black girl smoke that is a cannabis media company for black women who love cannabis or who are kind of curious and 420 we have a really big event going on in brooklyn if you don't have anything else to do in april you definitely want to be in brooklyn it's like where all of the cool black girls are going to be um and then my cannabis brand is launching in three dispensaries in new york i will be the first woman of color to be sold in the first new york dispensary so that's pretty cool that is so dope. Congratulations. So happy for the both of y'all doing big things, carving out spaces for the black girls. Can't wait to get my pieces. Yes. And when I'm in New York, I'm going to get me some. I'm going to get my other pieces. <laughs> both pieces. Both yes. my pieces. Thank y'all again so much for joining us today. Thank you, yes. Thank you for, Thank for having us. All right, y'all. More Black Girl Bravado coming up right after this. Okay, so we're back. And before we jump into our next segment, well, if you ask me, we just have a few housekeeping announcements. Um, Y'all, we're doing a lot of things over on Patreon and we need you to be over there too. You're missing the tea. You are. You're missing the book club that we just started that the girlies are loving. Yes. I'm I hope like, y'all enjoy that book. It's good. I hope You're enjoying it? Um, yeah, I'm only I'm in the first chapter, but I'm liking it so far. I just really like reading the nonfiction books and yeah. like painting the picture of how I think the characters look like. Mm-hmm. I love that part of reading nonfiction because I've been away from it for so long. I feel like I'm just going into another space when, yeah. I'm, when I'm reading them. going into another world. Yeah, it's always fun to just have that moment to disconnect and be in this like completely different world and let the author take you someplace. Right to take you someplace but i hope y'all really enjoy the book i know the girlfriends are going to kiki about it and then every now and again i'll drop into the chat as well speaking of chat y'all we just did something really fun if you're subscribed to our newsletter then likely you got the link to join us on discord we've opened up our discord community to our community at large so if you're just looking to kiki and connect in a big ass group chat of homegirls you might want to tap the fuck in 
So let's shout out our new patrons for the week because they deserve their flowers like they gave us our flowers. I want to give them theirs. So this week we have Shakima. Hey, Shakima. And we have Portia. What's up, Portia? Welcome to the membership community, girl. Yes. We also are going on our retreat to El Salvador in a couple months. So if you feel like you have a last minute travel bug. And you want to come join us? There's a few spots left. Yeah, use your tax money well. <laughs> we would love to have you. Shit, invest in yourself. This okay, is the time. Yes, it is tax season. I'm like, if you don't spend all your money on Beyonce, come spend it with us. Period. It's going to be worth your while. Trust us. It is. So let's get into this. Well, if you ask me, because they heard about the topic, we've had our amazing conversation with our guests. Now it's time to talk a little bit more about how we feel about it, and also give y'all some solutions and tips. To really get your things together. Yeah. Miss Mamas, mm-hmm. how would you classify your style? I don't know. I don't have a classification. Yeah. I think that I do, like Kia mentioned, kind of do a mix of a feminine sporty mm-hmm. type of look. Mm-hmm. But I lean more towards feminine. Mm-hmm. You yeah. do. And eclectic. I have, a, I have a heavier feminine touch. You have an eclectic style. I am eclectic. That's mm-hmm. the thing. I don't feel like I have one way to categorize my style because I like so many different things. Like I like a clean minimal look, but then I also like a super bright color. I love a statement piece. Mm-hmm. I love a tennis shoe, but then I love a heel. I love a boot. I just <laughs> <laughs> You just like style. Yeah, I like all things. Yeah. What about you? I think I can't classify myself. I'm probably like a sporty, very sexy, a sexy, sporty, sporty, sexy, a sporty spice with a dash of sexy, a little uh, ginger, a little ginger. Spice. Oh, the spice. Actually, girl. it would be sporty coupled. I mean, sporty coupled with posh. Then I would be who, baby? No, it never gives baby. I would give ginger. Ginger. Yeah, you're a little. Is that Victoria Beckham? No. Uh, oh, you want to give Victoria? Victoria's posh. Oh, she's posh. I feel like we're a mix of all. Yeah, all the Spice Girls. All. And my hair would be out wild. and Like scary. Yeah. I feel like when I see something out in the mall, I, I heavily lean towards my style. You do. It's like a, you want a utility pant, a cargo pant. Uh-huh. A, a wide little, leg. With a skimpy top. Not skimpy, bitch. What the <laughs> fuck? It never gives skimpy. What a skimpy time. That, see, that's why I have like a more femme, sporty kind of look. Although I've, at first I was like, I'm not, I never give sporty. It never gives sporty, but I do like comfy. Yeah, you do have a definitely a comfy look. But okay, so is there some, a certain style that you would like to have more of? I think I would love my style just more fashionable, more stylish, right? So incorporating more like structured pieces and like getting comfortable with layering and bringing in some elements that dress it up a little bit. So it looks more, not that it doesn't look polished, but polished in a dressed way mm-hmm. um, because she never gives bummy. It never no, gives no, bummy. Don't give but I want to like play around a little bit more. Like if I am going to do a cute athleisure pant or like a sweatpant a boot you see what i'm saying like i feel you i feel you're not playing it safe you want to take more risk i want to take more risk like you know what i really liked the outfit that i wore one day to the office when i had the biker shorts coupled with the oversized tee and my margella boot when i had my oversized button up my blue shirt and the biker shorts oh yeah that kind of look i I feel comfy like that okay yes yeah but just like getting more comfortable playing around with different styles because I'm even comfortable in my style. Like, oh no, I'm not wearing that. I don't like that. I'm, yeah. Give me the wide leg crop. Do you have a wide leg crop here? <laughs> I'm looking for the wide leg crops. Yeah. That's what I'd be wearing. I want to get more into my vintage bag. Mm. Like finding more gems. More gems. Like even like I do like luxury bags, but I want to find like little vintage finds where it was like, okay, this was the it girl bag back in the day. And you know? I'm bringing it back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I also want to get into the details more. Exactly. I want to be a more of an accessory girl to where it's like, because that can make or break the fit. That can. And having those little pieces, it's like, okay, if I'm going to have these shoes on, I have the perfect bag and sunglasses yeah, to match or, or maybe a, a hair belt, pin belt. or something, you know? Oh, I feel you. Yeah. I, I, that's what I want to do more. What? I aspire to get dressed from head to toe oh yes because what an aspiration (laughs) sometimes i just like get a little outfit right it's like okay i found me a look a two-piece or shirt and a pant that match Mm -hmm. 
but rarely ever is it they get in dress from head to toe where it's like this was the perfect hairstyle for this outfit these yeah. this was a perfect bag shoe accessories and then makeup yeah uh, that's another thing too i wanted to play around with hairstyles but i just i cannot let myself i have a sensitive scalp y'all my head is sensitive shit. I don't want to be pulling all on it. Yeah. I'm like, uh-uh, 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 my body. But I do want to get more comfortable also with putting like a more makeup on, a little polished look, something that I feel comfortable with because that really does take you to the next level. It's it like, does. oh, wow, an element, uh, you put some effort in. It's different, it's different, it's different. So I definitely want to take your advice or your aspiration and apply it to my own life. It's giving head to toe. It's giving head to toe. We need to be head to toe, girls. All of that matters. Put that shit on and just really step into, it's all about confidence. Mm-hmm. Like the style and even the makeup. We are very intimidated yeah. when it comes to putting makeup on our face. But we need to just try and see what works and then secure a little staple beat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then also keep shopping, getting pieces, refining our style, putting that shit on and stepping out. Exactly. So it's just like, let's just get into the bravado with our style and quit playing with ourselves. Yes. But, you know, uh, I would be remiss if I didn't mention that. I knew you were going to say remiss. Um, Although I have these aspirations to, you know, refine my style and jizz it up a bit. I feel like um, the reason why I want to do like the vintage thrift, the reason why I moved to do that is because with the mainstream shit, I just feel like there's no winning. You know, I mm-hmm. feel like either like we mentioned, I'm battling with bots trying to get some of the sneakers. Right. Or there, everything is DH gate. Yeah, you know I what hate I'm that. Saying? That kills me. Yeah. I feel like we need to defund DH gate <laughs> because no, for real. Like if we're battling trying to get these sneakers and then it's like, okay. Are the sneakers DH gate or you mean when you see them out in public? Yeah. Right. Are you battling because they're DH gate? Are you battling because you're seeing everybody in them? And now we're going back to the social influence. No, it's not that I'm battling because I see everybody in them. It's the battle of like, if I'm paying all this money for shit and somebody else getting them for free, is it even worth it? (laughs) They're not getting, I mean, not for free y'all. They 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 have to pay for it. They have to pay for it. It's just that I feel like the style won't be as unique because they're so accessible. So, and it's, I do want that. I guess maybe we are going back to the social influence, but I do want my style to be unique. Right. Even if I do have on some of the same pieces as people, I want it to look like Britney. You know, I don't yeah. want it to look like <laughs> the same cookie cutter ensemble. So even when I'm seeing people on social media, it's like, I don't want to copy their exact outfit. Right. You know, I want to make it unique. And I feel like shopping vintage and thrift will help me do that better because it's like you can have on some of the main yeah pieces but you know it has a little personal flair yeah i just really want to um tap in tap in and get some shit together Mm -hmm. so if you want to tap in and get your shit together we have some solutions for you to. this is the part of the show for you that so the first thing is to do a closet sweep i think that's a good starting point just going through your closet and getting rid of the things that you don't wear if you haven't worn it in the past year, chances are you probably won't be wearing it. So you can toss that. Yeah. And if you stumble across some things that are hard to get rid of, because we all do that, like you said, you feel like if you only wore something once, it's harder for you to part ways with it. But you can just ask yourself like, hey, would I pay full a price for this today? Right. Like if I was in the mall or wherever, would I get this today at full price? And if the answer is hell no, then it got to go. Period. I would also add to that, even if it's not something that you're not wearing, get rid of it if you can't fit it anymore. If it's too big, too small, ill-fitting, and you don't plan to get it, take it to the get tailored and take it to the cleaners or whatever, y'all do away with it. Because I had some pieces like that in my closet that um, I could fit. Some things were still with the tags on them. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to get rid of them because I was like, oh, shit, I might I might lose a little weight right here. I might get a little that, that, that. And I said, no. Because I don't really imagine myself losing that much weight to the point where I'll be able to fit into it. So it's just taking up space. I was like, it's okay. Somebody else will look cute in it. Yeah. Get rid of it. It's okay. Part I got, a, I got a, um, a nice blouse in the parting of way. You did. I was like, Brittany could probably fit I this. I did. I got a nice blouse. And I, I had a dress too that was really sexy that I should have sent your way as well. Mm. It was like a velour. It, it would be so cute for like a holiday party. It was a velour like hourglass shape and the bottom sort of flared out just above the knee mm. and the back had a cute little, oh, it was just the most adorable dress. Mm. 
<sighs> to reminisce. We love a holiday party. We do. All right, y'all. Another solution is don't get sucked in by sales. This happens. If it doesn't make you look good or feel good, just don't buy it. Don't don't buy it because of the price. Because, you know, we'll see some shit and be like, oh, it's only a few dollars. Right up in that Zara sale, just buying shit. Like, oh, I could probably do something with this. And yeah. I know some people might shop with that mentality. But I feel like when you're really trying to get some shit going, mm-hmm. that that's not conducive. Yeah, I was up in that Zara sale and I took some shit home and I said, you got to actually go back. <laughs> I couldn't make it work and I wasn't going to force it because I was already in the mindset of like, I'm not just throwing things in my closet. I really want to love the things that are in there because I want to wear them. Otherwise, I'll be back where I started. So I said, return. Yeah, the, the little thing that I got from Dorothea, I really love it because I didn't already wear the shirt three times. I said, okay, really? I love this one. <laughs> really? Oh, I know the shirt you're talking about, the little white one. Yeah. The white blouse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, black people too. We do. She had her blouse. She in that shirt. No, <laughs> I need to get more shirts like this. That's another tip. Find silhouettes that you like and like really fit your body well mm-hmm. and look for things like that. Like if you like how a shirt is cut, then you can look for multiple different shirts that are cut that way. I know that I love a high waist jean, like a certain type of jean. So I'll get it in different washes. Like maybe some have distressed distress holes in them some don't um but silhouettes really matter and once you find a silhouette that is complementary to your body that really is a cheat code because it it's like this looks good as fuck on me you yeah, know what you i'm feel saying so much more confident when your clothes fit well imagine how bomb you feel when your ass is just sitting in the right jeans or the titties are titty you know or the waist is wasting it's snatched you already know when i walk into the room baby ain't over i'm shutting it down i'm shutting it down not because not because i'm trying to shut people down but because i feel that confident in my clothes i'm wearing the clothes they aren't wearing me exactly and that's why i've also started getting things tailored Mm -hmm. because i felt like some shit was wearing me yeah and i'm all fidgeting and you know like trying to fix my pants or my top is not laying on my chest right and it's like That's not the look for you. You either need to get it tailored or stop buying that fit. Another thing that I've been doing that I've been enjoying is using Pinterest. So I had got off Pinterest and I have been off of that for some years. But once making a comeback. Yeah, it is. We were talking to our producer and she was saying that she was working with a stylist to help her uh, with her style. And she has started a Pinterest board. And I said, let me do that. And through doing that, it's helping me identify like the direction that I want to go with my style, because it's a great way for me to visualize what I want to look like and how I want to feel when I have my shit on. Because when you see people in their thing, it's evoking a feeling, an emotion. Right. So and that actually happened when we were out at Zara shopping. It did. It happened as are she she had some items on her board and then she looked over and said, oh, my God, that that is like the shirt that's on my board mm-hmm. and pulled her board open. Child, and she was like, yes, this is it. <laughs> I this, said, See, look, <laughs> yeah, you did. This looks like the skirt that's on my board. And I got the skirt and I'm going to go get the skirt tailored so that it fits me perfectly. Period. And that's another way. Also, th- speaking to tailoring, how you can maximize your clothing, because having it fit to your body really changes the game. You know, it's like I, now it's a piece. Yeah. Now it's just not some shit that I got at Zara. Now it's a, a custom. Some it's shit. a custom some piece. Shit. It's a You're custom right. piece. Additionally, y'all, let's keep a running list of the items that we need. So after you do your closet sweep, you have your board together, create a note, right? Maybe it's not something that you've seen on your board, but I know I need white tennis shoes. I know I need a black blazer. I know I want a statement piece of clothing. I'm looking for a pop of color to add into my wardrobe. Whatever that item is, notate it so that when you're out shopping or you get a little extra money you're like oh I know what I need to add to my closet it's time for a fresh pair of forces Mm -hmm. or you know I need a new boot let me go get grab those boots and just keeps us more intentional about what it is that we're bringing inside of our closet for sure the running list helps for sure because you'd be out and you're like oh I've been looking for some orange shoes or whatever Mm -hmm. there they go and then I think another good tip is to be creative don't box yourself in and like we mentioned Take some style risk. Like you don't have to feel pressured to overly commit to a certain aesthetic. Like, okay, I just decided I'm the athleisure girl or I'm the super clean basic girl who only wears neutrals. Allow yourself the space to experiment and see like what works for you. Maybe you had a little basic era, but now you're evolving into another era. Mm -hmm. Just live a little. That's how I feel. I feel like I might have been in my basics era, my like very 
simple girl era. And now I'm stepping into some other things. That's why I just got the design on my nails. I said, design me. I'll pay for it. Girl. Jesus. It'd be a check though. It'd be a whole nother set. I'm like, y'all, this is actually a whole nother set of nails. Girl, that's another thing. The design on the nail. Yeah. Some of this shit costs. Yes. But it all doesn't have to break the bank, but some of it do. It doesn't. And, and that's uh, in addition to getting creative, mix those highs and those lows. If one month the investment is the nails, maybe the next month the investment is something else. Like I'm going to invest in a new, I'm going to do a basic nail and I'm going to go get me a new lip color. Mm-hmm. Right. It's just like switching it up, whatever your thing is and leaning into it, leaning into it. Everything goes back to this being our fucking life. Yeah. Wook said something today. I was talking to her. She was like, you know, I'm not afraid to do with the things that I want to do. I have to. This is my life. I got to live it. I said, girl, you better talk your talk. She was like, I'm always do what I want to do. I heard that. It's my life. I only got one chance at this thing. She's right. And I'm like, if we have that mindset about everything, right? Like, let me buy a different fit. Let me take a different route to work. Yeah. <laughs> let me try a new hobby. Whatever it is, curating our life, experimenting with our life, setting the vibe, being the vibe setters of our lives. Like romanticize yourself. Be your own walking mood board. Do all the things that you see and you're like, oh, I love that she does that. Do it for yourself. Period. If you like the way somebody else get dressed, fucking do it. Do it. If you like the way somebody fucking cleans their house, burn, can- do it. Do it. If you like the way somebody has started a business or their podcast, do do it. If you like the way somebody keeps their car clean, sometimes I see girls and I'm like, she's so organized. You Her vehicle is clean. Car clean and TikTok. I don't. I have it, but I'll oh. probably see it now. But when my car is cleaned, I feel differently. Same. And there's Music time up. different. You ride different. I said I'm now. In, I'm in a foreign again because yeah. sometimes I let my shit turn into a domestic. I'm like, it's giving Honda. No Tino right. shade on the Honda, but I'm just saying. Yeah. It's you know. So I know how I feel when I have my shit together. I'm like, I like this. The car needs to stay fucking clean. Yeah. It's just that on that. So I'm only saying that to say all the things that you want to do that you see other people doing, there's space for us because I'm included in this to do those things. Yeah. All right, y'all. So we are going to jump into our next segment. I did that shit right after this break. Okay, y'all, so now it is time for the I Did That Shit segment where we brag on all the dope shit that we did. And you can do the same thing by hitting our homegirl hotline. If you've been doing some dope shit, you have some dope shit you want to share, hit the number down in the show notes and we will make sure on the show. Mm-hmm. So last week we were talking about taking risk and I said that I took a risk by buying a ticket to go to the RE Linux concert by myself. And so I did that this past week. And when I tell you... I had the motherfucking time of my life. Not only was Ari Linux amazing, which helps, you know, the experience when the performer is great. But the whole time I was really thinking to myself, I really did this shit. You did. Like I really went to a concert by myself. I'm having a good time. And I see you made yourself a cocktail. I said, she better have a be a bartender. (laughs) I made myself. It was so good. You would love it. I said, that's what I'm going to do. I am going to romanticize my life. I want a cocktail before I go out. This is what I would do. Like if I was with my friends when we were there, I would get a drink. But I didn't know if I was going to get a drink while I was there. So I said, I'm going to get a co- I'm going to make myself a cocktail. I'm going to listen to Ari Lennox on my way to the concert. Only thing I didn't like is that I had to pay for the parking. So <laughs> that's different. You $30. Know. I said, ooh, because I didn't want to park too far because I was by myself. By yourself. Yeah. So um, safety measures when you're alone. Exactly. But. I was out there and not only did I go to the concert by myself, but I was making sure to be intentional and make eye contact with people and smile and like talk to the people next to me because I'm like, bitch, get out here and live. Like, you don't know what this could bring you, like what type of experience this could bring you. So I did make a couple of little in the moment friends for the concert. Yeah. (laughs) She didn't bring them home. No, I didn't bring bring them home. home. I left them there. Yeah. But we had a good time. Me and the girl who was sitting next to me, she was lit. I was lit. We were dancing. And I just really was thinking, wow, girl, yes. Live the life that you want to motherfucking live. I love that for you. So I did that shit. I had a good time. So happy for you. I'm glad you had fun. I'm like, okay, she's out. Good job. She was out. So to more of that. Yes. To more of that this year. To more. 
Uh, so last segment of the show, y'all, it's time to pick up a pin. We're, We're dropping, dropping a gem. So this is the segment where we get to share with you the tips, the tricks, the things that really we love. The things that make us look in the mirror and say, girl, you're a badass bitch. And then we share those things here with y'all. Again, you can also share your gems with us if you hit the homegirl hotline and we'll share them with the community. So our gem this week is Zeopatra on TikTok. We've been talking about style and Zeopatra. She's another, but she's dropping the gym. <laughs> she she's just going to disclaim. Y'all know we do everything for the culture here, but Zeopatra is getting the girls together. Some things are um color, colorless, color, colorblind, colorblind, colorblind. The thing is, style is not all of our strong suits. So we have to look to the girls who are really giving us the knowledge, the tea, the game, and put the tools in our toolkit so that we know what to do when we get out in the streets. Yeah. Simple. I like that she gives practical, practical out of the box tips that aren't just like, you know, some of the tips yeah. that we frequently see. She really gives you some things that you can implement. She's not the originator of this rule, but she's the one who brought it to my attention about the rule of thirds, mm -hmm. where you basically dress in thirds, right? Like you really have to like think about your whole body and like where things stop and where they start and how you layer. Yeah. So she said that with the rule of thirds, you can wear a comfy piece. And then if you're doing that, make sure you wear something structured with it. Kind of like how you mentioned, or I think Kia mentioned the sweats with the blazer. Yeah. Because you don't want it to look too frumpy. Yeah. So you want to really pull the look together. She said that she always wears like frequently wears like, a blazer, a structured blazer with some leggings and a tee. And then she'll pair it with some chunky jewelry. And she just looked cute as fuck. Polished. She's looking together. Put a little bag on and girl. So we're following Zeopatra these days to help us with all our style tips and tricks. Y'all should do the same. Let us know how it goes. So that brings you to the, that brings us. Yeah. Actually, that brings us. <laughs> it brings the, us all. To the end of this episode, thank you for rocking with us for today. We thank the content queens. We hope that you go forth and get your shit together, get your wardrobe popping, send us pics. Yes, tag us. We want to see them. And yeah, we will chat with y'all next week. Love you. Bye. Bye.